Welcome back. You're listening to The Unpopular Opinion with Chris and Kelly. I'm Kelly. And I'm Chris, the one who doesn't have an accent. (laughs) (laughs) And so... What are we talking about today, Kelly? Okay, listen, today I want to talk about the ongoing controversy with wearing masks. What's the big deal? Yeah. What's the big deal with wearing masks? I, I, I don't understand it, so... I really want to see if we can talk through this and see if any listeners out there is having the same questions about what's what's the big deal of not wanting to wear a mask. So what yeah. do, what do you think? Oh, and it is clearly a big deal. I mean, our country is divided completely on this whole topic and issue, and people truly have made it a crusade to have the right to not wear a mask. So, right. yeah, yeah, I'm glad we're talking about it, you know, because definitely it, it, we're in the middle of a pandemic, in case, you know, you all forgot. <laughs> and, right, exactly. Um, yeah, and so I think that, you know, one of the things that's disturbing about this whole, um, first let me say where I'm coming from. I, I'm coming from a place of wear the mask. I'm protecting uh-huh. you, you're protecting me. This is our only defense against COVID right now. There's no vaccinations. There's no way to. Um, uh, there's no prevention. There's no cure. Nothing. Nothing. Exactly. So the mask is it. So I come from right. a place of I'm wearing a mask. I wear my mask. I, I prefer to be in the presence of people who wear theirs. But, again, you know, this is where I'm coming from. But people are, have really and truly, you know, become angry. You know, we're seeing people um, literally almost kind of protesting the whole yeah. idea. We feel like it's it's taking away their right. Right. Their right. And look, yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna say I you know, I have studied the constitution and so I know all the, the different amendments or whatever. No, I'm not gonna say that. But my Pence, which is our vice president, made a statement mm-hmm. the other day that the reason why he didn't want to encourage people to wear a mask is because of freedom of speech. And I said, hold up, brother. This has nothing to do with the freedom of speech. Because yeah. if if I can if I can hear you through a mask and you can hear me, then we're speaking freely, are we not? Right. Right. So I don't know yeah, no, I don't know I why he I don't know why he would say that. But um I share your view. I am for mask most definitely because I'm thinking, okay, if there is a, let's use um, Juan Corona was a serial killer back in 1971. Funny, he should have the, he should have the same name as this current virus. And mm-hmm. if 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 he was in front of me right now and they put a bar between me and him, I'm gonna feel safe. He can't kill me. Right. So I'm looking at it as the same way. There is a barrier between me and the next person. I feel an element of of safety, and I would like that person to feel like I care about them. That's the reason why this barrier between us is to protect us all. But it has gotten to the point where now it's become a political statement, and I'm like, it doesn't even matter if you are Democrat, Republican, Independent, whatever you want to be. 
this shouldn't be a political statement. This is a matter of public safety. And I don't know why some people would go out of their way to put their health at risk and their children's health, their parents' and grandparents' health, just to make a political statement. I'm like, okay, if you want to make a political statement, um, get a mask that says, I'm a Democrat, I'm a Republican, I'm an independent. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a statement you can make. I'm okay with that as long as you're trying to protect yourself and protect others because in case, in case we're living under a rock, there is major, major thing going on out here. We are over a hundred and about twenty-five, twenty-eight thousand people dead over three yeah. months. I mean, that's yeah. just unheard of. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I mean, and just to just to maybe go a little deeper here, I, you know, I was sitting here thinking about it. It almost feels like, okay, you know, we um, as um, people that are against racism, you know, we just Uh really and truly pushed through um, and made incredible strides with um, protesting Uh the racism, um, police brutality. And I just sometimes feel like, is this just something for people to just grab onto because it's like, well, you all have been protesting, you know, Black Lives Matter. Well, you know, let me just, and this is my unpopular opinion, you Uh know, but is it just that people are now, they need something, you know? I remember, I think the senator or it it was some public figure, this man who had on his mask, he's protesting against wearing it, and he says, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. You know, uh-huh. and it's like, Whoa, oh, yeah, I saw that. That was that was very yeah. offensive. I didn't like that it at all. It was offensive. That it was really so was. uncalled for. It really was. And so and I a, almost feel like is this rooted in, well, we're going to find us something to stand up for. You know, uh-huh. this is, I don't know. You know, again, and that has nothing opinion, to do but, with it. Yeah. And, you know, but, there was a similar situation with Trump. I don't remember where he was, but there was this guy, and he was wearing a mask, and so he asked Trump a question, and Trump says, remove your mask, and he says, I'm sorry, Mr. President, I can't do that, and then Trump said to him, well, I can't talk to you, and I'm like, this is unreal, and so, you know, Mm -hmm. if you're not, if you're a leader, and you're not leading by example, should you be qualified to be a leader? Because, you know, leaders lead by example. And this this is an example for the world because everybody is looking at it. I mean, take Uruguay, for instance. They actually shut down immediately. The moment they got wind that something is going on that could form into a pandemic, they shut their country down. And mm-hmm. the prime minister there, you know, encouraged the citizens to wear masks, but it wasn't mandated. And he said he was just overwhelmed with the response of how many people just decided, okay, mask is what's going to keep us safe because we don't have a vaccine, we don't have a cure. And right now, Uruguay is in a position where they're they're open up, kids are back in school, and they still have the mask and, you know, all the other things implemented, such as the, the hygiene, wash your hands, you know, the six feet away. And they're going on about their life. In the meantime, in the U.S., we just can't move forward. I mean, Texas, 
So the governor of Texas, he was one of the first governors to open up, and he just didn't go in safe. I mean, he just said, okay, we're open up for business. Come on in. And now, first and foremost, I do respect him because he understands that he made a mistake and he owned up to it, unlike our president that doesn't own up to much of anything if he makes a mistake. But the, the, um, the governor of Texas says, yes, I was wrong. We opened up too early, and I should have. I should have been more forthcoming and more encouraging with wearing the mask. We would have been in a better place. So now, you know, they have to they have to pause on some things that they wanted to finally open up the the, um, the state. And now he he has to put in place where it's like mandatory now to wear masks. So if they had just do it in the beginning. Then just all of us, if all 50 states work together, we would be like in a position where you are, Gray. We're just hard-headed in this country. I don't know what it is. You know? Well, and and it's honestly very, very discouraging because I feel like we're never going to get our arms around this. You know, I feel like because of people's uncooperation, we are, this is just going to go on and on and on. You know, what is it, what's going to, what is the status of our country going to be six months from now? You know, by oh, Christmas. Oh, God, it's frightening. What are we going to be doing? Honestly, it is frightening yeah. because we have so many people that won't cooperate and so many people who feel like it's against their, 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 their belief or their right or whatever, but yet they, they feel like, okay, I, you know, don't want to wear this mask, but I also still want to be able to go and do whatever I want to do. It's like one thing to say, I don't want to wear a mask and you just stay home. Exactly. You know, but you're exactly. out and you're socializing and you're you're in a position where you can, can spread it if you uh-huh. were to catch it. And so uh-huh. that's discouraging because I just feel like it keeps us set back. You know, I don't know what it's going to look like for us by the end of the year if we don't get uh-huh. our arms around it. And Yeah, the, the uncertainty brings some form of anxiety because you honestly don't know what to expect. And for the people out there that think, okay, I can't get this virus, I'm invincible, if I get it, I'll recover, okay, those are all good thinking on your part. But what if you get it and you were to pass it on on to an elderly family member that doesn't have that immune system like a younger person do? What if you get it and you actually die from it? And what about your children? What, what kind of situation would you leave them in? Because you were, you were doing this not out of health safety, but out of a, you know, rebellious kind of way. Um, I look at those people and I'm like, honestly, if that's your thinking, you can't even be my friend because that tells me you don't care about me. Um, for instance, look, School is scheduled to open in less than a month, and they sent out, you know, an email from the school district with a couple options. Well, first it was three options. You know, you can either decide, okay, do you want to just homeschool, online school for the, um, for the first semester, or um, face-to-face at school, or an, a hybrid where, you know, maybe three days at home, two days at school, or vice versa. So, you know... I initially chose the hybrid, but then the school district came back and dropped it, completely removed the hybrid and said, okay, we're going to do either face-to-face or completely from home. And I selected completely from home because, you know, my son has, you know, um, pre-existing condition that put him in that group of, you know, sensitive group. 
and I just don't want to put him in that situation. But I, what will the school look like? I mean, forget about what six months look like. What will the next month look like when our children have to go back to school? I don't know how you're going to do it because, okay, you can't trust kids to do nothing. I mean, if I could trust my son to do everything, it would be a piece of cake being a parent. I mean, I would just sit back every day and just chill. You really can't trust them to be that responsible. Maybe for an hour or two, they keep their mask on, they wash their hands, they keep their distance. But out of sight, out of mind for kids, you know, they just fall back into that default mode and they just want to be close and talking loud and running down the hallway and, you know, eating without washing their hands. So it, it's it's going to be difficult, and it's even more difficult when we have adult, grown citizens out there that are not even setting an example for their own children's safety. I mean, it, it's it's big. It really is big. Oh, did I tell you about this guy? I was on um, – so I was at the corner store, right, and they had on the floor designated areas marked out with X. Um, for, you know, six feet apart. And so I'm standing there getting ready. I'm standing behind someone, and then there's this guy standing behind me. So I'm on my X, you know, X mark the spot. I'm standing there. And this dude just keeps inching up behind me. And I was like, okay, I am just kept on saying okay to myself. And then when he got so close, I finally just turned around and said, yo, dude, just come on to my X. You know, my X, just go on to your spot. So in translation, I was like, look, you're in my X. I'd like for you to return to your ex. And he wasn't even wearing a mask. And I'm like, the mm. fact that you're not wearing a mask. And I said to him, it's okay if you don't want to wear a mask, but I want you to notice that I'm wearing a mask and I'm wearing it mostly for you because you don't know if I'm carrying the virus. And if I bust out and sneeze, it's a guarantee that you're going to leave this store with the virus. So I'm like, it's okay if you don't want to wear a mask, but one back time you're my ex. No matter stand palm mine. So that's what I had to tell him. But you really have people out there that are so bold that they not wearing a mask and they just all up in your space, all up in your space and you're almost forced to get into a confrontation like please. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So you you were telling me about some confrontation that broke out. Where where was this at? Well, it really wasn't even a confrontation, but I was going into my office and a client was in the parking lot and um because she was out there smoking, she didn't have on a mask, but she wanted wanted to talk to me and ask me some questions and she was definitely in my space. And this 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 has really made me a lot more bold and, you know, just sort of marking my boundaries and I had to say to her you know, um, aside from the fact that we can't discuss your situation out here in the parking lot, you don't have on a mask, you're in my space, you know? And um, right. I think I think that people become offended because you're setting the boundary and, and saying, listen, I need you to do this, but I feel like I shouldn't have to tell you that. You know, you right. should be concerned enough about yourself to right. feel exactly. like, oh, I, I, don't, I don't want to get into her space either, you know? Um, so yeah, it's, 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 you know, just definitely one of those things where I feel like, you know, we have to hold each other accountable, you know, it's like, we're doing this to protect each other, but that just uh-huh. seems to be, you know, going over some people's heads. Uh-huh. Yeah. You and know? you're right. People truly get offended when you tell them, you know, you're in my space or, you know, you're not wearing a mask. When you point that out, they do get offended. But I'm saying, listen, if you want us to get back 
to some sort of normalcy because I don't believe we'll ever get back to normal, but we will, we could get back to normalcy if only we do the right thing at the same time. You know what I mean? If we did the right thing, at, look at Florida. Florida is out of control. Like today, yeah. I think there was a um, Florida since the month of June went over 100,000 cases. I mean, think about that. It is more than some country this whole period. This whole period of us taking precautions and, and trying to keep ourselves safe. There are countries out there that hasn't even made it to, you know, twenty, thirty thousand. 30,000. And Florida alone in just a month was clocking a whole, over 100,000 people with the virus because we're just not doing what we're supposed to do at the same time. Listen. I'm not going to claim as if, you know, I was an expert at math in school. I'm not going to claim as if I was an expert in science. But what I do know, this is common sense. I mean, it's just flat out. What, you know when you have pollen, like say you live in an area and, there, you know, part of the year, spring, April, you know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of yeah. pollen and there are people that are allergic from pollen. What do they do? Do they go outside, expose their, their nasal cavity and their respiratory system, right. you know, just inhale in the pollen? No, they, they wear masks because there was a time when I first moved here, um, I was affected by pollen and I would wear a mask and I saw, you know, lots of people wearing a mask. So if you're wearing a mask of pollen that doesn't pose an imminent danger to your life, then why wouldn't you wear a mask that pose an, that, you know, protects you from this imminent danger. I mean, you can't see it like you can see pollen, but it's vicious. I mean, this is a serial killer. This is the biggest serial killer in the world because it's silent, it's deadly, and there is no it's it's like stealth. It you don't know it's happening. You don't know if it's happening because a person could be asymptomatic. That person don't even know they're affected. And look, I believe, I don't know, there's people out there that don't believe in asymptomatic cases. I do. And here is why. And I may have told you this before. My son, whenever he gets streptococcus, strep throat, I don't know that he's infected until it comes down on me or my husband. And then we go to the doctor and we get him tested. And it's him. And he doesn't have no symptoms, no, no fever, no sore throat, no nothing. And so that's why I know asymptomatic is real. And you have lots of people out there walking around without masks that are asymptomatic, that don't even know they're sick. And those are the people that are spreading it more than the people that, you know, you can see their eyes are red or you can hear them sniffling. And you're like, hmm, I don't know what this person has, but let me take, you know, a couple extra steps back to protect myself. So it's it's real. There's people out there like out of sight, out of mind. I mean, I saw some footage from yesterday, 4th of July, and I'm like, okay, I am now convinced we're in this, we're going to be in this, the U.S. specifically going to be in this for a while. You want to know something funny? I heard something on the news yesterday where Mexico is now closing their borders to the U.S. Isn't that funny? Because usually wow. it's us that are closing our borders. Yeah. We're building this 700-mile fence to keep them out, and now they're being like, no, we don't want anyone from the U.S. to come over to Mexico right now. And I'm like, you know, I was like, stop. You know, had you talked to the Mexican government, maybe you wouldn't have to build a, a wall because he now decided it's a good idea that we don't trade our citizens. I thought that was so funny that Mexico, of all countries, like, 
Yeah, no, we don't want no U.S. citizen right now. Even the EU, I mean, Europe is not taking no U.S. citizen right now. They are literally singling us out, and it's because our citizens are too hard-headed. You know, they're they're in their own little mind. They don't think that the bigger picture, that if we work together, we can get out of it faster and get back to some kind of normalcy. So, yeah, I am big for wearing masks. And honestly, I think I'm going to be wearing my mask for a while because I like it. I got me a little statement mask. I got me a mask of the U.S. flag and my country flag. So I like wearing it, you know. It's 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 gonna protect everyone. I feel safe that I can come home and knowing that I I put forward to protect myself and not bring home the virus to my you know like when I go visit my mom and my dad or you know my husband or my son just to keep them safe. So yes, it's important and we should yeah. all do it. Now yeah. go ahead. I have one more point I want to make, but I want you to go ahead and make your point. Oh, that I mean, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, so there are people out there that can't wear masks and, you know, because they have some kind of underlying respiratory problem where maybe, you know, there are patients that are, like, using um, oxygen tanks. You know, it's harder for them to use masks. Um, then you have people out there that may be hard of hearing or deaf that rely on lip reading to get information. So for those group of people, you know that they can't wear a mask. And I know most of those people are staying home, only going out if they truly have to. But for the most part, though, when I go out in the community, most people are wearing masks. I'm not going to lie. There's, I, I would like to believe that within my community that more people are wearing masks rather than none. But our state is one of the states that are in the red as far as we are or our our cases every day just keep going up. So I honestly don't know what's a good fix for this. If President Trump was to come out right now and say, okay, if he was to come out right now wearing a U.S. mask over his face and say, I want everyone to wear a mask, doesn't matter what color, what race, what party, do you know what? I still think it would be the same way because if that wasn't something, things like that needs to be done First and foremost, at the beginning of the crisis, I feel like if you were to come out right now and try to initiate that kind of, you know, encouragement, that I think people out here still wouldn't wear a mask because at this point, the leadership is just not there. You can't lead at the end. You have to lead at the beginning. That's true. So. That's Very what I'm thinking. Too. So that's why I wanted to talk about mask wearing. As you can tell, I'm real passionate about it because I know, you know, it, it will save your life. It, and if, you know, if it doesn't save your life, it, it possibly could save your, you know, an ex extended family member, an older family member, or one of your family member that has some kind of, you know, yeah. um, pre-existing condition. So I don't know what the big friggin' deal is. I do not know. And it frustrates me at times because times I would like to see more people put on your mask just to go in the store. When you get back to your car, because that's what I do. As soon as I pop out my car, I'll go ahead and put it over my face. And as soon as I get back in my car, I put it, you know, hang it on my, my dashboard or whatever. But it's a political statement. It's wrong. We should not be so divided where we put our public health at risk um, for making a, a political statement. I don't agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, what well, do you think? Should so, yeah, this, this go ahead and wrap this one up. We'll go ahead and wrap up, and you know, thank you guys so much for listening. 
um, to our unpopular opinion. And, um, you know, we've had a lot to say, and, you know, we definitely, you know, the, the hope is that we can get this virus under control, but, you know, we just want everybody to be safe out there. So thank you for listening to The Unpopular Opinion with Chris and Kelly. We hope to um, be able to tune in again with you soon. Bye-bye. All right. Goodbye, y'all. Bye.